Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, hello, my name is Jason Stewart, you're listening to The Stew, which is the new name for this actual podcast, the first episode if you listen to it, that is not even out yet in my real time, we didn't know a name for it yet, but now we have named it The Stew, thanks to my friend Jerome, my co-host is Chris Chang, say hello. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> for listeners at home, I'm, I'm so glad I turned him down, because he's already yelling. We have one guest today. His name is Zach. Say hello. Hello. Zach. <laughs> he said hello. I did. He told me to. Yeah, yeah. Zach. I follow directions. Zach is a fellow food podcaster yes. who has a very popular food podcast called Food is the New Rock. I'm glad you got that in at the beginning because if people stop listening like five or ten minutes in, at least they've heard that. <laughs> no, that oh, won't happen. popular. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my listenership in terms of Time percentage unclicks, as they call it in the biz, is very high. Do they call it that? Not at all. No. <laughs> Not at all. All I know is is that right before this, you recorded an episode of Tall Tales, and there were really good-looking women in this room. <laughs> and then there was a changeover that what happened are you trying to say? between that and this podcast, uh-huh. and now it's just like fat dudes and you. <laughs> like, what, for the record, what I'm happened? just spread eggs on the table waiting for Zach. <laughs> And I'm kind of offended. Time to go home. <laughs> I was hoping for a little bit more out of you. Um, yeah, Tall Tales, it's not always blonde women chatting it up in my living room. Sometimes we have... I mean, it's actually it's actually mostly male guests on my other podcast. But this one, it's still so new. We've only had dudes. This is the second episode. But we'll have women on there. Don't worry. On the food podcast? Yeah. Do you know any chicks? Um. <laughs> 2014, Jason. <laughs> Zach is a uh, Zach does that podcast. He's a also a famous food blogger. Yes. People, is that okay? For uh, sure. I don't know. Are that you are you good? good. Are you good? Nervous? Premium premium sounds good. No, food no, no. I just in the uh, world. You gave me a beer. I've had a beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah. Food blogger. Podcast. So you do the, the food thing. podcast. Food is the new rock. You yep. you do a blog, Midtown Lunch, and that. Uh, how long has that been going on for? Oh, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Yep. Are you from New York? Is that like yeah? Mid-city I started. LA? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I started it. Yeah, started in New York. I was. Uh, I used to be in radio a long time ago. Was working at Sirius Satellite Radio in New York and eating lunch. And I kind of wanted to start a food blog. It was eight years ago, so it was kind of. Knew there weren't a trillion food blogs out there, mm. and uh, I started like one of those go out to dinner and write about your dinner food blogs. Mm-hmm. And after like three or four posts, I was like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> like what I have to say about Bobo. Pay and, attention, Asian you know, girls of the yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and my wife was like miserable, like 
you know, with me taking pictures of our fancy dinners and stuff. And so I was like, all right. I so you're like, living high on the hog off the serious money back in the day, huh? Sure, sure. Okay. You know, you clearly know nothing about radio. <laughs> um, so how so, could you uh, afford all these fancy dinners My wife's then? a lawyer. That's ah. it. Yeah. Hey! Congratulations uh, Yes, you. thank you, sir. I did. I won the, I won the lottery. Oh, um, lucky. Yeah. And so... Uh, so yeah, I was like, all right. So I shut that down. And so then, you're the Asian girl of the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What's your Yelp name? <laughs> Dude, this was before Yelp. I'm old school. Breadwinner sixty nine. Breadwinner sixty nine. So this is pre Yelp. Yeah, this was this was early. And New yes. York, New York didn't. You know, New York was behind L. A. on the Yelp game. So like, even when Yelp was started to get big in L. A., it wasn't really that big in New York. Mm-hmm. So there was room for a site like mine. I, you know, started eating lunch, you know, around Sirius, which is in Midtown, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, no one's writing about these shitty lunches. So I started, <laughs> I started a site and uh, called Midtown Lunch. I started posting, and literally the second week, you know, Gawker I think wrote about me and made fun of me for writing about <laughs> shitty lunches. So it was less of like a in praise of these lunch spots blogs, and more of like. I think someone took a shit in my curry today kind of thing. No, no, no. It was, it was, so Midtown is filled with like shitty sandwich and salad places where you go, you pick eight things in your salad and you pay $9 and, and I hate that crap, but you could find these crazy little places if you were just willing to walk a couple extra blocks or kind of, you know, there were strange, like there was this one, the first place that I wrote about that was kind of launched the site was this place called Hing Wan. On 48th between 5th and 6th. It was my nearby. Cousin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's not my cousin's name. You guys still talk. Shouts because that Joyce. <laughs> and it was like this uh, this little Chinese place, and they had, you walk in and they had two lines. The one line was like the. White people? Was the steam table Ooh. with the orange chicken and the beef and broccoli and the fried rice. And then the other line was like you order from the cash register, and the menu was in Chinese, and it was like roast pork over rice and noodle soups and all sorts of mm. and it was all asian people in that line and i was like oh this place is amazing and they did like roast pig over rice where you had like the meat and the crackling and oh so good mm. the place is amazing and there's so many people that would never walk into that place because it's not salads can't get a turkey sandwich mm. so we started writing about a place like that and midtown's packed with people so many people looking for lunch and so gawker made fun of me People started reading the site, and it just took off. Mm-hmm. Shockingly. Thanks, Gawker. Yeah, thank you, Gawker. <laughs> Has Gawker commented on you since then in uh, no. a positive light? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, so the second week I was doing this site, I just had to do falafel week. Every week I posted about a different falafel in Midtown. Mm. and so awful puns? And so Gawker wrote about it, and they were like, uh, this week is falafel week. Next week will be constipation week. <laughs> And that That's was it. Dumb. Yeah. But dude, that was like I had like ten thousand people came to the site that day. Yeah. And then the next day, you know, a thousand people came back. And then that was it. Like I had a site and it just grew and grew from there because Midtown's just there's just a ton of people in Midtown. And how long have you been in LA away from Midtown? So yeah, I moved to LA maybe four years ago. Okay. So yeah, I mean my wife and I, you know, we uh we had kids. We had a kid and realized, you know, and I lived here before I moved to New York. Hmm. So we kind of always planned on moving back here. And so once we had our first kid, we moved back here. 
and then I kind of expanded the site. So now there's a section in Philadelphia, a section uh, here that I just use as an excuse to stuff my face at lunchtime. And then we still have a site. We still have the site in New York that I like have writers that, you know. Wow. Yeah. So you have a full team. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's I'll go with that story. That's great. <clears throat> and your and your food podcast, how long have you how many episodes have you done of that? So we're at I think one ten. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I I was in radio and I ended up quitting my what job. Were you, what were you doing in radio exactly? I was like in music programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always, I mean, I just sounds serious. It's hey, you've never heard that joke before. Why are you guys looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did music programming. It's serious. I worked on like I don't know. I've always worked at you know alternative indie rock like kind Smash of Smash So yeah, Smash Mouth. Uh, lit, sure, lit. yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Limp Bizkit, Corn. Very exciting. Same, same, same. Uh, I've always worked at all those kind of crappy radio stations. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and bec- and then like so, it just started from that lunch thing. You have no food background, no, whatsoever. you know, just being just uh, eating, yeah, background. just being a fat guy and liking to eat. And but I don't really consider you to be a fat guy. Well, I'm fat. I'm fat for LA. I okay, think. I mean, okay. You know, I'm a. You know, look at me. It's not. Yeah, look at I you. I mean, damn, how'd you do it? I also like. <laughs> Tell me your secret. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I I also like saying I'm really fat because then when people meet me, they're like, "Oh, you're not that fat." I expect oh. you to be like morbidly obese, and then I feel good about myself, and I go home to my wife, and I'm like, "See, like I could." That seems unhealthy. I could to me. be fatter. <laughs> like I could. I could be eating this more. Could be so much worse. Yeah, yeah. That does not seem right. I mean, it's you know. I'm, I, I'm for it. Don't listen to this. <laughs> when I when I moved out here, I considered rather than starting a Midtown lunch out here, I considered just starting a new blog and calling it Fat for LA because oh. I am definitely fat here in Southern California. Like, there's no yeah, question ma- about that. It's, it's very tough to eat your way through this city and not be a fatty. I would say. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, like, like the main L.A. food guy would be like Jonathan Gold. Well, Jonathan Gold's in a di- he's a different level. I mean, he's like I mean, once you yeah. win a Pulitzer Prize, you're allowed to weigh three hundred pounds. Like that's not. <laughs> Does he weigh three hundred pounds? I've never seen a photo of him. Just his side profile. He's a big dude. He's he a big, is a he's big, a big dude. Fella. He's a big dude, and I, you can't have that job without being. A <laughs> so big you're dude. telling me a guy who gets paid to eat food for a living is fat? <laughs> <laughs> But there are he, there are Impossible. definitely food critics out there who are not fat. Um, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Those if if the person who's writing about food is not fat, then you can't trust that. You can't trust like there's a like going there's back a saying, to your you whole can... Asian girl thing. There are all these like girl food bloggers that yeah. write about food, and they're so skinny, and you're like, yeah, you. You just have an eating disorder, but when you and your food blog is just meant to convince everyone around you that you actually do like there, food. There, there is like a separate website of girls calling out like model girls who are posting photos of them. Oh, you talking about that Instagram account that's like you didn't eat that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I love that account. Like there is that so like, great. like models just like I'm about to eat this bacon donut. It's so great, I love that account. But I feel like if you if your job living in L.A. as being a full time model. Like you can eat a bunch of bad food and still maintain a Look good at body. Phelps. 
dude. There's yeah. no, listen. Look there's at nothing, me. If you really work hard enough, you can do it. Sure, but I mean, listen. There's no. There's nothing wrong if that's your job and you're not. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's mm. nothing wrong with not liking to eat or not liking to stuff your face and be fat and whatever. Mm. But you don't have to pretend. You know, it's like right. It's like um, I remember when Momofuku opened in New York, and it was a big deal. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. I'm getting in trouble for that one. Did I, you say yawn? Yeah, I did. Why? Momofuku. Momo boring. Momofuku is good. You're not a fan? I think it's good. I don't think it's like worth Well, let me ask about. you. Did you go? Were you, we go. were you in New York like when it first opened? No. Or did you go like in the I'm past poser, couple of years? Yeah, like, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean that as an insult. I no, mean, if you, if you live in L.A., if you live in L.A. and and you went and ate there today for the first time, like, yeah, pork buns, ramen, like, it seems like old news. Like right. it's a. But when it opened, like, you know, when it first, like, hit the scene, I mean, it was, and now everyone's copied it. And so now, mm. if you go there now, it seems like this old-fashioned thing right. that's kind of been there, done that. But yeah, the, the first time, time opened, I went to Momofuku was sort of, it wasn't at the beginning, but it was fairly early. And I was getting new into like appreciating the finer things in food, and I was like, every dish they brought out was something I've never seen before, and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy! Holy shit, this is crazy! I, I will say, I I did have a really great time at Mapesh in, <laughs> in Midtown. Yeah, yeah, at the hotel. That I place, really, I really enjoyed Mapesh. Underrated. Is it underrated. is it, is it Mapesh or Mapesh? Mapesh. <laughs> I'm not I, asking you. <laughs> it's not French either. <laughs> it's that true. David Chang. It's true. I've only I'm heard not. people call it Ma Pesh. I. That's how I would say we're it. Talking but, to Chinese but you people. Were, but you were pronouncing it as if in a, as if this thing that is a Pesh is your own. Ma like, pesh. have you have you seen Ma Pesh? <laughs> My Peshner. Are we going like, to talk about Corona again? Because that's what that sounds the like. Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beer. Yeah. The first the first mushroom. time I went to Momofuku, I was there. I was like, I remember they had like, this is a plate of mayonnaise mixed with espresso in a bowl in the middle of a plate, and there's just shaved Benton ham around it, and you just grab a piece of ham and dip it in this espresso mayonnaise. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that like, sounds good. It's red-eye gravy. It's like an old American thing. It's like a... Look at this guy. What? It is. It's, he didn't, like, invent the fucking wheel. Uh, he just made the wheel sexier. <laughs> there's, last time I checked, there's no mayonnaise and gravy, though. No, in, in red-eye... But that's like I know, the I know. You know, it's know. the coffee and the ham. Ooh. Well, you're, you're, you're kind of doing the... The art analysis where, like, yeah, I could do that, but I didn't kind of thing. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to. What sure, you? sure, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I believe like, that. Listen, like, anyone that's, like... I want, I've want. i always wanted to mix things with mayonnaise, though. All right, by the way, Chang, that is your second and final beer of the show. <laughs> Why are you going to call me out on the internet? I'm cutting you off. This, this is a, something that we all have to do. For the listeners at home, Jason's my mom. <laughs> it takes a village. This is only so when I'm editing the show down, I don't have to spend three hours cutting out all of your racial slurs. So anyway, You know who can get out of Texas? <laughs> okay, so what were we talking about? Oh, so I was going to say that uh, yeah, Momofuku... So, wow. No, no, no. So Momofuku, mm. when it opened, uh, you know, there's a big thing about how... Like vegetarians would go there and be like, "Why, 
can I eat anything? You mm-hmm. know, you should you should cater to me. Mm-hmm. And so it was this big thing where David Chang came out and was like, listen, man, like, it's a fucking pork restaurant. Like, if you don't eat pork, like, don't come. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to be here. You know, and it's this whole thing that people feel like, oh, I have to eat at this place, that, this hot new place, or I have to, you know. And it's mm. like, no, you don't. Like, if you don't like pork, like, don't eat at a restaurant that specializes in pork. Right. Like, you can't go to a place like that and expect that they're going to cater to you. So I feel like it's the same with, you know, models or whatever. If you, listen, if you don't eat, you don't eat. It's not a big deal. You don't have to pretend. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm stuffing my face, you know, with, like, leave that to the fat guys. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's this, like... They think, like, I think the whole, like, general, like, uh, how would you say, like, infestation of, like, quote-unquote foodie culture is straight up from, like, I think people want themselves to be perceived as more, like, discerning and, like, of having these, like, taste buds with great qualities. I think that's straight up what it is. Like, if, if I tell you I've eaten at this restaurant... And this dish was incredible. In my like plebe mind, I'm like, yeah, Zach gets me. Zach thinks I'm cool, <laughs> and then I'm smart, and you know what I mean. Like, I think that's where it comes from. I do get you, but you know, like, why don't you just go to In and Out Hamburger and eat a delicious In and Out Hamburger? You know. Mm. I well, mean, I, I feel like if you if you really do care and that much about food and eating, you you do fully let go. Not fully, but at, to a certain extent, you let go of your physical appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Notice he's looking at us as he says no, that. No, no. You I, let I go like, and you like, let God. When he says you, he's talking about us. Like, not, he doesn't mean the collective I'm you. speaking yeah. about myself means. as well. Like, I... I <laughs> look. tall and skinny. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so I'm so fat and into food. <laughs> My name is Jason Stewart. <laughs> You do a very good fat guy. Thank you. Well, I mean, I I have to. I feel like I eat so much food all the time. You're, so, you're blessed, is what you are. But I, I'm not. I I work. I go to the gym. A Show us lot. your belly. Are you one of those guys that like that? If you didn't go to the gym, you would be. You yeah, know, three or four hundred pounds. Like you'd be, like there's a potential <laughs> Not for you. Not four hundred pounds, but like, but like, <laughs> there's a potential for you to be like morbidly obese later in life, or because you look like one of those guys to me that is just super tall, super skinny. So you need a ton of food just to run your body. <laughs> right, right, right. So you just eat and eat and eat and right, just right. never really get fat. Well, much yeah, kind of like, but there there's a certain extent. Like like he mentioned Michael Phelps earlier, like. His uh, it takes a lot of fuel to uh, to fuel his body. He he'll eat ten thousand calories a day. Where if if we could do that, that would be amazing. I'd love to do that, but I couldn't. As you know. long as I didn't have to like swim six hours a day. Right, right. But he's but he's swimming six hours a day. But yeah, my my I won't I I wouldn't be morbidly obese, but I would definitely be like way fatter. Like when I was like maybe when I was like twenty. Five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. I was. Are there fat Jason Stewart pictures out there on the internet and stuff? There are fatter, not. I seen chub. There are chubs. <laughs> I was probably forty pounds more than I am right now. Yeah, but you're know, six but foot nine. Frame, like forty pounds is so little on you. Forty pounds is so little on me. That is correct. Forty pounds on you would probably mean you looked healthy. 
Is that well, you know, there, there's there's two sides to that to that story though, because I can right now with my svelte height, I could gain ten pounds or lose ten pounds, and you wouldn't know the difference. Right. And where's that weight coming from? <laughs> <laughs> so, but but in order for me to try and be L.A. skinny fat or whatever right. that I am, yep. I feel like I do have to work pretty hard. But if I only stopped drinking and eating past two a.m., I would I would completely accomplish that. Right. I would be like I would probably have like a six pack right now if I didn't drink. A lot and eat burritos at two or three in the morning. We have a six pack right here. <laughs> Blonde Luffy. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I but I love food so much that I've I've will I've I'm willing to let that go. And I I'm think, okay with that. Yeah. And just hopefully my leave. girlfriend doesn't leave me and things will be okay. Have you ever thought about that? Like if you're in a long term relationship, I was talking to to my old intern about this the other day. And I looked at his girlfriend, who's super skinny. I was like, "Listen, Corinna, here's the plan. If you if you want to know if like Harris really really loves you, you just get really fat. Mm. And if he leaves you, it means he's shallow and that he's a shitty person. And then you can lose your weight again. And if he doesn't leave you, he's then a trooper. He's a trooper, and you just stay fat to test him still. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, then you lose all the weight and reward him. Oh, I'm testing. I'm testing. I've never my been wife. a girlfriend, so I'm so testing my wife right now. Yeah. We're seeing how I'm seeing how far I can push the boundaries <laughs> before. So, uh, so when you were younger, like when you like eight years ago, when you started the blog, were you skinnier or fatter or sames? Well, eight years ago, I was fresh off living in LA for two years, mm-hmm. and after two years in LA, being just poor, not married to a lawyer, mm-hmm. I was like the skinniest I'd ever been. And this was pre kale. Uh, this was pre kale for sure, <laughs> for sure. So what were you eating eight years ago? When I wasn't you were eating anything good. That's the amazing thing. I just was. My lifestyle was such that I like went to sleep super late, but didn't necessarily eat super late. And then I'd wake up super late. I really only ate like two meals a day, and a lot of it was like frozen Trader Joe's meals, which are not healthy. Like mm. a lot of corn dogs and stuff, mm. <laughs> which are not healthy. But if that's all, if you're eating that. And then dinner. That's it. You know, it, it's not a lot of calories. And over yeah, same a year for me. Two, I, I think. I mean, they'll say like being fat is a sign of wealth and opulence. Back in the old day, like uh, it's true. Well, but now, well, it's <laughs> tough because it's kind of, But like in, you know, in the Victorian era, like right. being being fat was a sign of wealth. But but I, I believe that's kind of true because when I was at my poorest point of my life. I was definitely the skinniest in my life. Right. Like when I would eat a pizza at when like my three friends would scrounge our pocket change and buy a pizza to split for dinner. Right. And then your breakfast at 1 p.m. There are was the millions of people slice. in the middle of the country that prove that theory wrong. But yes, for you and me, it definitely Isn't worked. Isn't that weird? It I feel like at that point worked. it's a quantity thing though. No, it's more a 
that in this country, fast food has become so cheap and is so bad for you that people are morbidly obese. No, but I think like poor people are obese from eating yeah. shitty right. cheap but, food. Because so I think the key cheap- to being skinny in America is to be poor but have good taste. <laughs> yes, there it is. Mm-hmm. Just we, we cracked the code because while when I was twenty one and I first I was sharing in a one bedroom apartment with with three people in in Hollywood. And we would eat a pizza for dinner between three people. I was super skinny, and but I would never go like the idea of going to McDonald's was disgusting to me. Like, oh, I would never go. There. Right, for sure. But that being said, if I let's say you know won money playing poker one night, mm. I would reward myself the next day by going to Panda Express. So it wasn't or that's Baja Fresh. Price? Sometimes Baja Fresh. Oh. Um, and. And that's what I lived on. Like, was this online poker or, or real no, life no, poker? No, no. This was actually... This, was this might have been, ago. Yeah, this was 10 years ago. This was, was this, like in the, the LA poker boom of the... Was this like like the Hollywood... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was... I was the knee, racetrack? Knee deep in that. Really? Yeah. My friend was uh, was one of the guys who would sit down at the, the blackjack tables and the poker tables who was Two like, different things. Two different things. They are two different things. Yep. Yeah, but one is was, gambling, one is skill. <laughs> <laughs> but but he was he was an employee of the casino, and he would sit down at the tables to fluff up the bets. What? Mm-hmm. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that that happened. That, like it, that was during the full boom when it was really pumping, and he would just kind of sit down at the tables, and he would like. Like kind of limp in. That's to get, it to get the. Uh, he would just to get. To he get would to, limp in to fluff up the game. He would limp in to fluff up the game, and it worked. Are we still talking um, about poker? <laughs> unclear. <laughs> so, moral of the story: ten years ago, life was life was good. This was pre kale. Gambling yeah. was happening. I was thin, you and were thin? Uh, yeah, making. I mean, well, for me. For but me. this, but this was back in the day when you would treat yourself with. Panda Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was before my your palate had developed, yeah. or before your knowledge of finer dining was. Yeah. I mean, listen, like I still went to you know Mario's Peruvian every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thai Town a little bit, but now I look back on the places I went to in Thai Town, I was like, oh, I went to the shittiest places. Mm. And then when I moved back here with all that food blogging under my belt, I was like, oh man, I, was, I can't believe I missed out on all these places in L.A. I was eating it. I still do love Panda Express, though. But I was eating it like Panda. I was eating it, you know, uh, Baja Fresh. I, I love and, Baja. And, uh, you know, going to see Thai Elvis, like in Thai Palms Town. Thai. Yeah, Palms. He retired. He moved back to Thailand. Did he retire or did he die? Because I heard he was like, he retired. super sick. So is he all right? Is he, he all right? retired. I don't know. Is he all right? So, I, so I heard upsetting. he moved back to well, Thailand. I, I've been going there for a while on the last I feel like the last year or two I've been it's been like a woman doing like Jason Mraz covers yeah yeah literally that <laughs> well, I'm talking I actually about, had lunch there last week I'm talking about but the food's not good or is it I, I mean, don't mind Palm's time the food is not good but it's, it's not, not good, bad right and but it's it's but so cheap that it doesn't food. matter I've actually I, I'm talking about before when it was down when it was at it's mm. old location mm. and you literally had like Ruin Pear across like in the same shopping mall which is That's where one I would of go. the best Thai restaurants in LA yeah. and I never ate a Ruin Pear I always ate at Palm's and or even um, the two doors down Ganda on the other side of the the dessert place 
that place is freaking amazing too. I never ate there all those years. Like never ate there. I went Always. I went to the ruin pair back in the day to get the green papaya salad and Good. I didn't even like the green papaya salad. Well, you're saying cuz you you had no context for how good it was at yeah, that yeah. time, right? Like I like I would go there with like some friends and then be like, "We got to get the papaya this, salad." And be like, "This is gross." And then their pad their pad thai is not good. Like Ooh. every no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing: every Thai restaurant has, like, at least in LA, has very similar flavors. Like, there's nothing that pops out. Like, you know, the ones that are you know, northern versus southern are way more spicy, and like the dishes are different. But like, from a palms tied to a ruined pear, like. In terms of flavor, there's nothing different Shut with your pad mouth. thai. Shut pad your mouth. You're dead to me. You know what the You're big difference is? The big difference is the way the noodles are cooked. That's Come really... On now. It's the Come noodle... On. Don't, the get, don't the, be crazy. No, I'm being <laughs> Don't be crazy. For me, the, the difference between Thai food of the northern and southern is one is like... Oh, no, no. I mean, no, the different cuisines. I'll, absolutely. I'll admit that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if you get pad thai at any restaurant in LA that's a Thai restaurant, like... It all tastes pretty close. Yeah, and all the Korean barbecue places in Koreatown are no, the same. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but you I know what? That's and all the cheeseburgers are the same. Oh, I see. No. I see. But I, I, I always. Um, this is why we do a food podcast, guys. <laughs> we're gonna fight each but, other. I, but I always consider one Thai food to be. This is what you eat when you're hungover and you want to order take-in and like you like nothing sounds better than pad Thai with tofu and like. Like a horrible salad with, with peanut sauce with on it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm here. Yep. Like that to me is like, or like, or Pad CU, just like dumb Thai food and it's so good and it's like covered in sugar and I love eating it. And then when so I want to be like adventurous and have a challenging, like, because the other Thai food is like easily consumable. You're just eating it like salty, sweet, tastes good, whatever. Who but then, are you? <laughs> But the other Thai food I is like I sing that same song. But like if you go food. to uh, if you go to like night market song or something, right. it's like a challenging. Like you have to mentally prepare yourself to eat this meal. That eh. place is so good. Is it? I, I haven't been it. there yet. I just went there for dinner. I love First it. time there. You weren't a fan. Let's get into it. The best thing there. My friend was Chris this... is the chef there. I don't want to offend your friends. It was very delicious. Please, yeah. talk, please talk about it. He would love to hear about it. No, I feel like I'm gonna make him angry, and I can't Don't, eat no, there. No, no. Poop in What'd my you food. order? That place is great. I had I ordered three of the specials of the day. Well, that's a but you, so you ordered something that might not even be there the next time I go. Yeah. Did no, you get the fried well, chicken then, sandwich? Oh, that's like the off fried the chicken men- that's like sandwich. Off menu. That's off menu. Off menu. No, I didn't yeah, go to yeah. an How Asian restaurant that? for a sandwich. Well, it's off menu, but it's also that's what everybody's a, talking about. That's true. I don't know. I don't. Okay, food then what'd you get? The the first thing, the only only thing that I thought was super. You know, blah, delicious was it was this uh, Penang curry with um, tendon, with beef tendon, and it came with like roti, like you know, the Indian bread. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's Malaysian, but keep going. Malaysian bread, fine, whatever. I just uh, you know, fine, whatever. I had to go to the accents. I had to go roti. You had a roti. Yeah. And um, it was just the way the roti... I live across from India Sweets and Spices, so I get it. <laughs> What's your address, Jason? <laughs> the way the roti just mixed with like the creaminess of the... like It made it taste creamier, and it was just a balls-out, amazing dish. Everything else, you know, I've had fried chicken, and they just happened to have... You like, got the party wings. No, no, it was like a fried chicken on the specials menu with like a mashed bug sauce. But there was nothing incredible. You know, it's like it's all food I've eaten before in my head. Right. Mm. But the... But Penang with roti I've never had before, and that really was great, you know? 
So when you go out to eat, like it has to be like new experience every time. No, it doesn't, because you know sometimes I just want apple pan barbecue sauce on a hamburger. You See, know? okay, you like apple pan? I love apple. Terrible. Pan. But you know I why? Love I love overrated. Overrated. Barbecue sauce on a burger. That's it. That's, I don't love. The I can barbecue. do that at home. I, I get love it. The barbecue but sauce when, burger. But when, but to go back to him real quick, and then we'll go back to apple pan. When you go to a place like Night Market, you're going to you're expecting to experience new things that you right, may have not had before. You know, there's another I forget the name of it, but it's a Thai restaurant in Thai Town, but it's northern Thai cuisine and everything. Gelada? Yes, it's like butthole like hot spicy. Also overrated. I <laughs> <laughs> tell a white that. man how to this eat my noodles. Podcast. I'll I'll say don't give that. a shit. I'll say that. I'll say oh, that. I don't give a shit. You do, you know what? Here's the thing. For me, like I like you can go to any restaurant, have a great meal, bad meal. You know, most restaurants are relatively inconsistent, depending on what you order, depending on who you're with, how much you drink, like the whole thing. To mm-hmm. me, like Night and Market, yeah, I've been to you know his original place and the new place. I've only been to the new place once, but the original place, like the first meal I had there, it's not like it blew me away. I wasn't like this is the greatest Thai food yeah, then what's I've all ever the eaten in my life. Well, but here's the thing. But in the end, it's still like. He is a a great cook. Like his re- the sensibility of the restaurant is great for the neighborhood. It's amazing, and you can have an amazing meal there. And if you live in you know Silver Lake, uh, and you know it's it's a fun place to go drink and get Thai food. And honestly, I can't even think of a restaurant I'd rather eat at more than that in that neighborhood. Right. You know. And so, yeah, are you going to go there? I mean, maybe you're not going to be blown away every time. Maybe there'll be some bad dishes, great dishes, whatever. Nothing was but bad still, for the record. But it's still yeah. a great it's still a great place, you know. And he's a great <laughs> like friend. he's he's like one of those guys that I'll you know I'll eat at any place he opens and eat any food he makes. And maybe I won't be blown away every time, but mm-hmm. it's good but stuff. But that's you the know? thing. It was like. Why all the hype? Well, that's the problem is that anytime you... Same any, with Pine and Crane. I'm going to just shit on all well, the inside Asian Crane. restaurants right now. Yeah, but Pine and Crane, it's like, dude, there's no there's no good... I mean, unless you're going to San Gabriel Valley, there's no good food like that around here. That's Fine. true. But yeah, I, uh, the only, it's the, that's a great fucking place for, that, the best for this things, neighborhood. The best things at Pine and Crane were like... The cold salads they had, like the, the cold salads are great. But all the hot dishes were Yonfest City, man. Same for me, but but like when I had like the three dollar beef roll thing that you can get anywhere in SGV. Yeah, it's not. It was great. It, it tasted like, just like the one you can get in Reseda or or Reseda. wherever. Where do you think San? G- How long have you lived in California that you think Reseda is in the San Gabriel? Sorry, Valley? I'm drunk. I was Reseda just in Reseda is last like week. Tom Petty. I know Tom Reseda- Petty's not Chinese. <laughs> is Tom Petty actually from Reseda? Or are you just well, going no, off I the mean, lyrics of Free Fall? Yeah, I mean, I'm, Some, I sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm a little drunk, and I get sometimes I get the Valley switch, and I was just in Reseda last week. So Where? Reseda. <laughs> So I meant to say, uh, Ro- Ro- Rosemead. Uh, Rosemead. There you go. Boom. Rosemead. Yeah, but Did like it. when you go to Rosemead, you can get like a, like a a beef roll anywhere, and it tastes good. It's just like a, I have a beef roll. It's like a roti with like beef roti? inside of it and some like herbs and stuff. But like, there's nowhere else in LA, LA where you can really get one of those. It Fine. seems like there are so many shitty restaurants in LA. Yeah, that when you get a place like Pine and Crane that opens in your neighborhood, like you better fucking be excited about it yeah. and go patronize that place because if not, then it's gonna close and get replaced by freaking like Chipotle. I would love a Chipotle. Ugh. No, no, I hate Chipotle. Chipotle. I hate Chipotle. Do you think? I, suck. I love do you think Chipotle. Pine? <laughs> this is. 
Do you think pine and crane is forage for Asian people? Forage yes. for Asian people. Forage is wait. Forage, forage the, is the restaurant that's that like place in right around the corner from. Oh pine and crane. yeah, I've never been to that place. That place is too weird. What? No. I don't like that crap. I, I don't. I don't like that typical LA like salads and. It's not though. It's just like really. It's like a and it's better, expensive. It's like better tender greens. Wow, just, you're not, not, you're not a salad not fire in his eyes. It's not that I'm not into salads. Like I like, I like sal. I mean, I like salads. At I, I just don't like the idea of going and eating a salad for lunch. And I feel like mm. forage is the kind Let's of get place. Into this. To me, forage is the kind of place that it gives LA what it wants, and I don't want to eat what LA wants. I want to see like a point of view. I want to. If you take away, like, take the culture out of it. Like, take if you. Not counting like Koreatown, Thai Town, SGV, like all that. But for the you little know, Bangladesh, yeah, newer restaurants and chefs, like I want to see like a point of view. I want to see like what you want to do, who you are, not like what you think a bunch of like shitty people trying to stay thin want to eat. Mm-hmm. Forge well, not I like w- that at all. I, I I appreciate your point of view, but I feel like you are definitely in the minority. About oh of course I'm in the minority yeah yeah for sure here in L A right yeah so yeah. from a business aspect it seems like a safe not a safe bet to do what you want to do oh for sure in terms of launch oh for sure there's no question about but it but what do you feel but also Forage will have specials that they'll run that are more adventurous bizarre to be honest with you I've dishes. never eaten there I just it's not my kind like I just I'm sure I'm sure I could eat there and find something that I like mm-hmm. and that tastes good I'm sure the food tastes good it's just not my kind of place I just don't I like you know mm-hmm. I don't well, know it's not is it going to help me get fatter is the question yeah they have and the answer is no yeah it is see for Their me kale salad is just feta cheese <laughs> for me this this is the way I like to I'm eat I'm not angry I love it I will I will do I do like super healthy breakfast, super healthy lunch, and then dinner is when I get fatty. For See, me, I would like to, maybe it's just growing up in California my whole life. I like to keep my lunches light. See, I'm the opposite. I stuff my face at lunch. How do you stay awake at like three o'clock? And then I cook. Uh, well, I you know I'm a, it's my job. That's I guess work for me. Yeah, I guess if you have the word lunch in the name of your website, you gotta. Yeah. But but the way that you're eating is is technically more optimal for health because right, you should you have be time to burn off the calories. You should be consuming your fattiest meals early in the day, and then why your dinner am, should be healthy. Why am I not skinnier? Maybe because you have you got three kids and you're married, <laughs> and you have uh, you know ins- you're not doing triathlons. So he's got nothing going. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So so Life you'll do. So you'll do so like for lunch is that's your like big fatty yeah yeah and then dinner time we cook I cook at home so what did you have for, for lunch dinners. today lunch today was uh, we went to uh, we just uh, I went uh, I just went near my house to Samosa House East which is uh, it's pretty good you know like a little Indian food action wait where do you live Culver City okay. Yeah, that's why when you guys were talking, well, that was a different podcast, so nobody knows that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Culver City, you know. Oh, okay. how dad of you! Yeah, I know the dude. <laughs> go okay, go so see what my minivan? It's parked outside. <laughs> let's walk. Our, let's walk away through your eating day. So, what do you do for breakfast? So breakfast, like it depends. Like I'll sometimes I'll eat breakfast. Sometimes I don't. You know, cup of tea, little PG tips action, milk and sugar. 
Yeah. PG tips, milk and sugar. Yeah, yeah. Like Do you dip a coffee? biscuit in there as well? Uh, if we have them, you know, little digestives, maybe covered in chocolate sometimes. Oh wow! Uh, if for they're breakfast? around, if they're around, so, chocolate for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, so you really don't. Sometimes you will fully skip breakfast. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. I mean, but yeah, and sometimes I'll just like eat snacks at like nine or ten o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And potato chips. Because my work day, I mean, I li- I roll out of bed seven thirty. I'm on the computer working because mm-hmm. it's ten thirty in New York, so it's kind of already late. Like right. when I first moved out here, I was waking up at like six thirty, mm-hmm. seven in the morning, jumping on the computer. So. So I'm like doing my hardcore working from like 7.30 to 11.30. So right now it's 10.20 p.m. Is this late night for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is great. I feel yeah, like... You feel alive for the oh first time in years, God. Zach. The what are we, are, what no are we doing after this, guys? You want to get some coke? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm trying to show him a good time, not ruin his life. He has three kids right. and a wife. I'm so sorry. I'm it's so war. sorry. She's lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, and, then so, 11, and then 11.30 I'm starving. Okay, and, uh, and then it's time to you know go to lunch. So you eat your lunch at proper noon lunchtime. Oh yeah, yeah. Any later than that, and I uh, pass good, out. Good for you. Yeah, I get hangry. And then dinner time, you cook for the fam. I cook for the fam. Yep. Okay. Dinner time. Yep. You like, know. what did you make for dinner tonight for the fam? Tonight was a little, uh, just like a little pasta sauce, red sauce, a little eggplant, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You know. And do you go to like farmers markets and buy? I did. I went to the like not. I don't do the whole Santa Monica. Like I'm mm-hmm. not a chef, so you don't do the Wednesday morning. And I'm too shit. Far- so you don't care about your kids, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. And I'm too far away from Hollywood. <laughs> but to Culver go to that City one. has a fine farmers market. Culver City has an excellent farmers market on Tuesdays. When I first moved out here, I went every Tuesday. Took my kids. Went to the farmers market. Mm-hmm. And after like three years, I was like, "Fuck this Fuck shit!" These kids. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, I got shit to do. <laughs> like you know, they can stay in. I don't need to pick them up. Yeah, you can't be gallivanting and like. Have you ever tried a squash blossom, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, Daddy. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, I don't do that anymore. Now we're just like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. Uh, no, you know we don't really do the Trader what Joe's is he anymore. Poor? I'm not. Yeah, Why's I'm the not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right, so. Yeah, it's true. Trader Joe's doesn't. I'll go to Trader Joe's once a month. Once every two months, to scoff like, at everyone. Stock up, no, like stock up on like uh, you know barbecue sauce and soyve and frozen, you know, like fun frozen shit. What is soyve? Uh, soy soyve teriyaki sauce. It's like Delicious. the teriyaki sauce that has the sesame seeds and in it. It's kosher. It's like it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was founded no. by a uh, Jewish grandmother. Who it was, was founded by a couple. One of them was the uh, Jewish dude and an Asian woman. Imagine that. Mm. Wait, uh, so you're telling in my life. There's a couple where there's a Jewish dude and an Asian and an woman. Asian woman. It's in what couple? It For is the first very time strange. in the history of sauces. Yes. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of like the uh, yeah blended sauces would be that's good. like the textbook Polynesian barbecue kind of tropical vibe. So good, Sesame grill some seeds, chicken and garlic, throw some ginger. on there. It's so good. Okay, so, so good. what made you stop going to Trader Joe's? Was it when you had kids, or was it when you married a rich woman? It was when I married a rich woman. <laughs> How do you uh, feel about Whole Foods conventional produce versus organic? I, I just buy whatever's you? the cheapest. Oh, I know I'm terrible. I've I got, I'm I'm. Well, you're I'm not a terrible. Fucking cliche. No. Do you buy? Your- I drive a Prius. I shop at Whole Foods. It's embarrassing. No, that means you motherfucking made it, dog. Hey, Jason, where do it you does, where do you get groceries? Like, you know, Whole Foods is owned by Republicans, and, it's and what a kind fucking, of car do you drive? Like, <laughs> I drive a Prius as well. 
I also go to Whole, but I do. But you live on the east side. Yeah. So you know, you're still cool. I'm listening. <laughs> no, Col- Culver City is is quietly becoming a super. It's old. It is, but it's quietly becoming a very cool community, especially in the food world. Yeah, it's definitely they have normal. In-N-Out burger now. It's normal. <laughs> <laughs> they do what? That's the one. Oh, good yeah, thing speaking of burger, about, yeah. Oh, back to your apple, apple pan, pan, buddy. Apple pan thing. Let's talk about. Oh man, I just uh, I don't love that that barbecue sauce burger thing. I'm not into it. You know what? It's just I, I mean, went to college pot- at UCLA, and and it straight up was like a. It was a thing for my buddies to do. The guy working the counters just—I get it. Old, angry, white, like dude. It's a he's great only place. not racist because he's not allowed to be anymore. I <laughs> bet, in, like you know, up until five years ago, you probably smoke in there, and yeah. like you just drink coffee. And this podcast has not had enough racism. I just want to put that out there. We don't care for your kind more. around here, boy. I was hoping for more. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Is that getting edited out? Yeah. No. Oh, really? No. Please edit that out. I'm Let it ride. Yeah, I I uh, I, I don't Mexican. know. Do you prefer pie and burger to apple pan? I do. Yes, pie and burger is fucking that place is people great. from Holland way better than apple pan. Well, I feel like pie Just, and burger and apple pan are pretty much the same thing okay. for me. I just it, there, it, with small differences. Mainly maybe it's barbecue because sauce. maybe it's because I don't love the barbecue sauce burger, and it it has and, to be the and barbecue. It, and at Pie and Burger, I um I had like a patty melt that was amazing. And yeah, I yeah. love patty melts. Like so, but to me, they're the same kind of vibe. So ridi- oh no, for sure. And Apple Pan is a classic place. It's a great place to go. It is. I, I, I'm not saying don't go to Apple Pan. It's a classic LA institution. But you have to be okay if, with a hickory. If you were gonna make a list of like the best bur- like I just. To me, you want to talk about hype. Like, you tell someone, oh, this is the best burger you've ever had, and they go to Apple Pan, they'll be like, meh, meh. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like, that's Here's a- the thing. It's it's definitely, it's one of those places for me. It's it's an institution. Yep. Like, I love going there, and and the burger's only, the burger's only good to me because of the experience, like, straight up. It's great. It's a great place. Yeah, because you I go, agree. you it's got the burger. It's not a hamburger. You converted me. I, I, I take it all back. But then after, after you eat the burger... <laughs> You get a slice of banana cream pie Amazing. and a cup of coffee. The banana cream pie is And then you have a cigarette afterwards at the end, and you're you're happy as a pig and shit. And you, it's outstanding. you ask the guy, so what was it like when uh, you could only uh, use certain restrooms? <laughs> and then you ask the guy, scraping the grill down. Well, and I'm he not going to talk rah, about rah, it. Rah, 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 rah. He used to he, fight people yeah, like they're you less, and They seem less racist at... Pie and burger. Maybe that's why more people are quietly liking them more. But you know what? Like back then, it's like that's another thing. Like you know, the whole like sort of modern like going back to really fatty foods after the wave of like healthy food or whatever. Like in the fifties or you know whenever Apple Pan was like reaching its original peak, like there were no standards for this is really great beef that's only grass fed and only grown on certain pastures. Mm-hmm. This like butter lettuce is straight up from 30 minutes down the road. Like that didn't exist, you know? So it was like when Apple pan first did that, they did it great. And it's like taking better. Like if I take a head of butter lettuce that is delicious on its own and I kill it by removing each and every like leaf to put on a hamburger <laughs> and you put one, <laughs> <laughs> like and if you take one leaf of the butter lettuce that you know was great when it was like fresh like now you've peeled it off it's wilting on a fucking hot piece of beef like it's you know I've lost the butter lettuce at this point you know like it doesn't matter what kind of lettuce for it listeners was. at home I'm doing a CPR like <laughs> hand we've lost the lettuce 
Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, is this the corona moment of this podcast? Are you doing seven minutes on butter lettuce? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Ideally, the yeah. Best, the best tweet this is why we regarding do butter lettuce, podcast. as if there was a bunch, was fool me once, butter lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't, Shame I'm not, you. I am, uh, this is where I'm going to really get sacrilegious. I yes. am not, uh, I am not into the whole California burger thing the whole lettuce and tomato thing i'm not i'm not like the biggest fan of that okay like i like burgers like i like to eat burger cheese ketchup done really? like good bun like it's very white of you actually well no it's just I've, when i eat a burger i want to taste the burger like a lot of people they like the lettuce and tomato to kind of balance it out that like crispness mm-hmm. and the, the lightness of the lettuce and tomato but to me like the best burgers you just you you're eating that beat you know the meat and the cheese and it's just, well, my uh, yeah, my ideal like burger doesn't beefy. have lettuce. It's just tomato and onion for sure, though. For me, tomato and onion, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, that's the whole California, the whole old school California burger thing. It's the lettuce, the tomato, the In and Out burger. You know, right. it's it's got all that. Everyone else is like a, a pickle, and yeah, mustard. and it's like and it's a fifty fifty ratio right. between meat and Fat. veggies. So. How do you feel about like a fifty fifty? <laughs> like it's like half beef, half lettuce and tomato. Like it's mm. not you know. Uh, my brother is a burger purist, and he's he loves pie and burger. More than anywhere, and he goes sans cheese. I mean, listen, I so you can taste the full. I like sauce, fromage, sauce, fromage, cheese in the ketchup. I also like the grilled onions. I like grilled onions, but to me, grilled onions are complementary. Same with cheese; they complement. the fatty burgerness of the burger, whereas the lettuce and tomato balances it out with a lightness. Like it is meant to create balance, Mm -hmm. and I don't want that. You want to feel like shit. You don't want the balance. You want to feel like shit afterwards. You want you want something completely rich. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I get you know a double double at In and Out with the lettuce and tomato, and I like it. You know, you it's like not it. that I'll eat it, but it's not it's not my favorite thing. So okay, favorite burger in LA. What do you say? Fuck. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Is it pine? A, but you can't name like a random place in Inglewood that nobody's ever been. No, 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 for sure not. No, no, no. I mean, listen. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what does that mean? I mean, if I'm in the mood for a burger, I'll just go to In and Out. I mean, we have the we have yeah. the best fast food hamburger in the entire universe. Hey, Amen, brother. Like, it, better than you Shake know, Shack. Well, it's different. Shake Shack's twice the price. So you also have to wait if in I, line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I listen, if In and Out Burger and Shake Shack were next to each other, and I was in the mood for a burger, I would definitely go to Shake Shack. I mean, I think Shake Shack, if not even just for the Shake Shack, is the perfect burger. They get the, the it's salted right, like it's salted at all. Like that's a problem with a lot of burgers in mm-hmm. L.A. They're not salted, and then they get that sear, that crunchy sear on the outside of the meat. That mm-hmm. that's like what you really want in a good burger. Mm-hmm. And then the Martin's potato roll. That bun is the greatest hamburger bun. It's basically the Hawaiian roll of the East Coast. You know, okay. you, sure. it is the best bun you can have a burger on. But I don't really compare it to In and Out because that burger is you know five bucks and In and Out's two bucks. And it's a little bit thicker, and mm-hmm. you know. But I, yeah, I'm a big Shake Shack. Uh, when you when you make burgers at home, what do you do? I'm not good at. I mean, I just I'm not that great at it. You don't but, do that. I mean, I'll I, I made burgers last week, and you know, I don't know. I put ketchup, uh, not ketchup, uh, mustard, salt and pepper, a little Worcestershire. I don't know. Put it on the grill. <laughs> Turned out all right. I don't know. <laughs> Did you use Martin's potato rolls? I didn't. You can't get them here. Oh. Uh, you can't find them anywhere. Amazon uh, Prime? Like, huh? Tasty Cakes. Amazon Prime? Oh, You can yeah? get Tasty Cakes out here. Oh, I don't know. 
Oh, Martin's potato rolls. God, <laughs> so I've never seen a piece of bread make a man shiver so Yeah, yeah. Hard. For our listeners so at home, good. Zach just shivered with delight. Oh, so good. As if nipples. Uh, like a, like a, just, like a know, small boy who got to eat all the sausages. <laughs> nipples Dude, just pierced like through his gray t shirt. Right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like bread in LA is like, uh, it's, like pro, it's like prohibition times with alcohol. It's just mm. a bread. It's just it's like a it's like a luxury here. Oh, you oh you eat bread. Oh, you eat bread. I eat bread. It's like fucking even it even it all about the bread. There is a restaurant in L.A. called <laughs> All About the Bread. They have a sandwich wrapped in lettuce. No, it's like are really? you fucking joking? Like your place is called All About the Bread. Like isn't you're meant to be the fuck you to L.A. You're and the even guy. they, even they have a lettuce sandwich. It's like on a specials board. Yeah, but. and all about the bread. Basically, they just try to copy the Bay City's bread. But and, I think and you Bay know City's what? would never do a lettuce wrap yeah. sandwich. So ridiculous. They would punch you. In Here's the, face. the thing. So ridiculous. The bread at all about the bread. I rated higher than Bay City's bread. I uh, but here's the thing. But Bay Cities overall, as again, as like a, it's fun to go to Bay Cities. I'll buy like a twelve dollar package of like Italian cookies or whatever. Like I love going to Bay Cities. Bay Cities is also overrated, but Ooh. Bay Cities bread is the bread is, un- is unmatchable, unreal. It is the best sandwich bread, and I agree. All about the bread is good sandwich bread. Yeah, I mean, bread the rumor really I've good. heard is it's a it's a. Ex Bay City's employee who was disgruntled. Is it really? That's what I've heard. Yeah. And the sandwich but the is bread is the not. Uh, yeah, mother, but the bread. Father. I don't well, know. The bread tastes like a disgruntled version of Bay City, so mm. it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's like punk. They don't mm. quite. They don't quite <laughs> nail it, cool. right? Well, I mean, the, they 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 have the bread that's close enough, but then the guys making the sandwiches are just they don't they don't put the love into it like they do mm. at Bay City's. Yeah. Yeah. Bay City's would be a second-rate sandwich shop in New York, I think. Really? Uh, well, this mm. is the problem I have with Bay City's. Like they're. Everyone gets excited about the godmother or whatever. Is yes. that what it is? A godmother? Yeah. Right. Godmother, godmother or godfather, yeah. yeah. At, that's at All About the Bread, but it's godmother at Bay Cities. Yeah. It's godmother at Bay Cities, yeah. right? But okay. that's like a general sandwich at a lot of Italian delis. Yeah. It's basically like every spicy It's like spicy fucking boar's meat. head. Like, it's not like they're not using great meats in right. that sandwich. The bread is phenomenal, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, But they're not using great meats and stuff. And it's just kind of like, I mean, it's fine, but it's not really the best sandwich you know now their hot sandwiches are ridiculous like their meatloaf sandwich oh my god haven't chicken, had that chicken yeah, parm meat, the meatballs, meatballs their hot sandwiches are unreal on that bread and the best part is the little hot counter that's next to the cold counter no, no line, line. Yeah. you don't have to wait you don't have to wait in the main line to get that Pro you tip. know and i'll i mean i'll go to bay cities and buy cold cuts and their bread and make my own sandwiches but then buy like the good like the good salami is like the good more using on the, not what they're using on the god you know because it's you know, boar's head like come mm-hmm. on man. come on yeah boar's head is uh is lunch meat 101 yeah it's like that's i mean this is not worthy of being the number one sandwich in la you is it boar's though head. well when it's always on the list okay. everyone always talks yeah, about it's oh, always, great like, sandwiches are in la though you know like i, I think it makes the top 10 I, I think that LA, that LA is, is not a sandwich town, unfortunately. No, There's so few and far between. Eat bread. I, but the, but the like places that girls who were in here before they don't eat bread. <laughs> I mean, Nikki eats bread, doesn't she? But like, but especially on the east side, there's very few sandwich places. There's Mario's Deli in Glendale, which is very good. Which I've heard about. I've never been. It's like the uh, the base cities of the east side, kind of right. And then there's like the East Side Deli by Dodger Stadium that has right. infamous hot sandwiches. Then didn't like what was a fancy restaurant or like you know the like like 
B plus restaurant that opened up a sandwich spot. Black Hog. Oh yeah, yeah. The like uh, the the ink to their squid. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that place called, closed. Did that place close? It closed. So yeah. Soprasada. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I never went there. They uh, they opened a Bon Me place in downtown. That's pretty good. Oh, I, I mean, went, not. I, I mean, there, if you I don't call like it, it Bon Me, if you don't call it Bon Me, yeah, it's not it, a Bon right, Me. Right, it's not Bon. Right, but but as a sandwich place for downtown, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Bad, it was yeah. where uh, baby cakes used to be. Yeah, what is that about? It's so funny. Like the minute you call something a Bon Me, like people get fucking crazy. Bon Me. They're like, if it's not three dollars and it's not gigantic, then I hate it. Like people don't. Yeah. It's like the minute you use those words to describe, a I sandwich, think you have to either for a Bon Me, it either has to be cheap. Or it has to be it has to be like a good value of something. I think it kind. really just needs to be from Lee's. Like that's what people want. They want Lee's. Well, like, right. But you know, it's funny. I think because I just because Bon Me, like my introduction to Bon Me was in New York. I feel like uh, so Momofuku. Not to take it back there, but they had you, you they they were one of the first places that did like a really upscale Bon Me uh-huh. at Sambar. And so they had a, I think it was, I think it, when they first opened, it was eight bucks or ten bucks. Which like it was for the amount of like work they put into it, that's a steal. Well, right, and I think now it's probably now, like it four, now it's like fourteen bucks probably. But when it opened, it was like eight bucks, and um, people were like, oh, like fuck this, like you know, this is so expensive for Bon mm. Me. But I mean, their head cheese was the best head cheese you've ever had. Plus, like in and where can you really get a Bon Me? There's a in Chinatown. There's a couple. There's a couple places that I mean they don't compare to, like, you know, even, like, out here. Yeah, like I, I like even know. the shitty like Lee's is considered a shitty place, and that Lee's place is, is great, though. It's like three, you know, it's two fifty. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, that, I think the problem with Bon Mi is the everybody who's grown up eating them is used to eating is used to them being like cheaper than they should. Well, right, cheaper than any food. It's, it's a peasant food. It's a quantity over quality food for sure. Like the best banh mi I've ever had in Chinatown. I went to every single place in in LA, not like Garden Grove or not anything. Not a lot like going that. on, Jason? Uh no, I went to <laughs> I had some free time on my hands. Um but I went to like the best one I ever had was I went to this place. It was in like the back of a liquor store and it was like you Does know, it le- still exist? It still exists. It's there right now. And it was, you know, $2 and something cents, and some toothless grandma lady made it for me who didn't speak any English. And it That's was, racist. It was, what does it matter that she's toothless? It doesn't matter. Well, it. What does it matter that she was an old Asian lady? He didn't say Asian. Why are you being racist? It was. I didn't so mean. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean the toothless part to seem so hateful. But uh, it was. You know, I'm trying to paint a picture here. It was in a very. Uh, it was in a place that did not seem like it was up to code in terms of food standards. It was. What like, does that mean, Jason? <laughs> it means it was Asian. For listeners at <laughs> home, he's saying it's Asian. My skin is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was in a place where you're like, oh, you guys serve food here. That was like the kind of vibe. And like an old lady who didn't speak English, like I, would, I you kind of point at the sign and say, "I want the banh mi," and I ate it, and it was the best banh mi I've ever had in my life. And it was less than three dollars, and I don't know how to duplicate it. Perfect. But if you do like a fancy version of it that has like pork belly, handmade, yeah. you know, house-made head cheese, and you know, whatever sriracha mayo, and blah 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 on there, and it's eleven seventy-five. You're just gonna be like, uh, but you know what? It's I, pretty I, good. I, but I appreciate I get, that. I can though. get four of these for like. I don't want like I don't want. It's the same thing as going to a umami burger and being like, 
I just spent $12 on this stupid burger, and I could get four in and outs for this. Yep. But, you know, there's, like, Umami Burger to me is not good enough where I appreciate it. Whereas, like, if I go somewhere, if I go to, like, some bar, and there's, like, you know, like, ripped off pieces of, like, pork shoulder that have been in an oven for, like, 12 hours, like, I can appreciate that, you know? But, like, I also... Like, when I'm in the mood for that, I'll have that. But when I want to, like, frummy, like, bun me from, like, a toothless Chinese lady, Jason, <laughs> then I will eat that, you know? Like, that's one of the, like, bun me is one of those foods All where All different like, races of people can lose teeth. It's not an Asian thing. Wait, what? <laughs> Zach, Zach is showing me his full smile and he's all that's of great. them. great. I was just thinking, like, the toothless ones, you know the meat's going to be tender because that's how they <laughs> lost their teeth. <laughs> they, they, you know, it's gonna right? be, be well. I don't know. You're Asian, isn't that how people cook? You know what else? You're gonna know that ladies uh, are good at. You're gonna, you're gonna know they haven't been nibbling on the cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're untouched. And if they I have, meant if they have been nibbled, it's only tenderized. It's, they've only been improved. I just meant if, if she doesn't have teeth, then she can eat the sandwich. Or you know, are these are the, these Dr. Dre lyrics? She, you know, the, she probably eats the sandwich herself, and it's probably easy to eat. You can't like, make a hoe. The bread's so soft, even I can eat it. And then she smiles, <laughs> and then you're like, "Take my money. Let Kim me get Lee? some shrimp chips while I'm at it. Take my money. What? Kim Lee? Kim Lee? I could say that. You. That's can't. all you got. Kim Lee is a little. I think you can do better. Kim Lee is too Korean. Give me, last give me a, <laughs> give me a name with an X in it. Nokchum. <laughs> Thank you. That's a food. <laughs> it's um, not even a food, dude. It's a sauce. Sauce is food, and it's also I almost an. It's not a food. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's one syllable away from an it's incense as well. Is is con- are condiments food? Yes. All right. End of the Done. World, there we go. A bottle of ketchup and nothing else. All right. You're eating a bottle of ketchup. All right. We solved it. That is that is the great question that we all try all right. to answer you every episode of this podcast. One condiment for the rest of your life. All right, you know what? Just if you have to like force sustenance, just eat one condiment the rest of your life. Like, like not ketchup on French fries. You're the just grossest game. you're eating ketchup. Like, what is this? Your is condiment? not a game, bitch. This is real life. This is real life. Is this happening? Yeah. What if like if you had to you subsist on ketchup one condiment alone, what would it be? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, the problem. Uh, with, the problem is any condiment you guess, you'll be so sick of it after one day. Can it be? Can it be like uh, the olive spread that they put on muffalettas? Like uh, no, because that's chunky. No, that's no, a, I, I would allow that. That's a food in itself. Is uh, it? Oh no, tapenade is a. Is that a condiment? It's not. It's not tapenade, but it's it's even it's chunkier it's than not, that. Not so it's not a tapenade. Mm hmm. It's a very chunky olive spread with olive oils and other stuff. Oh yeah, if it's mixed in no way. I don't think that counts. Olive oil, you're gross and you're a monster. But you're trying to. I feel like you're trying to cheat the system. I like where your head's at, but I'm not going to allow it. They sell it in jars at Bay Cities. That is true. They sell a lot of stuff in jars at Bay Uh, Cities, though. On the condiment aisle, we might as well just have cured artichoke hearts then. While we're at it, it's not a condiment. In some in some situations, it's it not is. A condiment, Jason. Um, You're not playing the game right. We don't like you. All right, whatever. All right, you guys go first. Ketchup, Dijonese. Oh no no gravy. 
<laughs> You're cheating. Hold on. Did I just say the fattest answer without thinking yeah. about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravy. Yeah. Gravy no, but is gravy meaty. is low-key the best answer. Yeah, yeah because yeah, it's gravy meaty. Is definitely the best Did you gravy say Dijonese? Yeah. Kill yourself. That's cheating, too, because that's like five different sauces I have to do That's whip. two. Russian dressing. Ooh. Oh, come on. That's fatter than gravy. No, Dijonese is mustard and mayonnaise. That's you just two. No, Dijonese is a vinaigrette is with Dijon in it. Uh, I'm going to go uh, what tar- you make for your tartar sauce. That's tartar. disgusting. You're a monster. Tartar yes. sauce counts, and I will accept that. Wait. I love tartar sauce. Zach, will you be the typer here? Is it Dijonese, Dijonese not like a vinaigrette with Dijon mustard in it? Oh, I thought I thought Dijonese is just Dijon mustard and mayonnaise mixed together. Really? It is. It's, no, I mean, I just... It's literally a, a, a trademarked product that's Dijonese mixed with mayonnaise. That's why it has the word A's So let me it. ask you this. Does it have to be Dijonese or would you accept, say, uh, you know, Ralph's brand mustard? M- How dare you? Mustard. I would accept that because <laughs> it's probably the exact same thing. Okay. Or like peanut butter. Ooh. Like more than almond butter. That's shit. not if a condiment. World, if we're going to do that, then I'm going Nutella. Peanut butter is not a condiment. What else? I feel like we need to look up the definition of I don't know, dude. Peanut butter, why wouldn't peanut butter be a condiment? You don't really eat it plain. You only eat it spread on other well, things. I guess you're right. Well, <laughs> depends who you <laughs> ask. <laughs> I'm known to eat a spoonful of peanut butter every day. Same. I'll I'll do a spoonful of peanut butter and then put a single dill pickle chip on top. Mm, that's so you're not eating a plain. It's, it's pretty close, dude. Pickle chaser counts. Pickle back, yeah. Peanut butter <laughs> pickle back shots. <laughs> um, so Dijonese by Hellman's fine. <laughs> fine, fine, whatever. You're right. It's okay. Congratulations, you're taller than me too. Yes, I know. And I lo- I know about all mayonnaise-based condiments and that's sauces. Gross. Wait, does Greek yogurt count now? No. Mm. No, that does not count. Tzatziki? Ooh. Ooh. But no, that would, that would not be my answer. I don't think anything creamy would be my answer. But tzatziki's got cucumber in it. Yeah, so I, feel like, I feel like tzatziki is one condiment that you could technically subsist on? subsist on. Like it will give you enough nutrients to live off of. How about gravy? <laughs> I feel like you always say that just in general. Just gravy? No, how about gravy? How about gravy? What do you want to do tonight? How, how about, about gravy? <laughs> no, okay. I've never spilled gravy on a like an article of clothing. Like you know like just mustard? Yeah, like you know like and I've totally done that before. It's like I don't think I've even eaten mustard this week. Are you making a distinction between spilled and splattered? No, this is no, more of this is more. Sort of stain this on is more clothes. of a uh, indication of a fat guy move, where yeah. it's ranked in order of fatness of like barbecue sauce, mustard, like different kinds of sauces that you'll have like a splotch on your shirt or pant. But here's also like a like a, a gravy takes the cake. A mustard stain on a fat guy, like eight hundred times funnier than a mustard stain <laughs> on anyone else. You know, like if Jason and I were both wearing white shirts right now. There was mustard on it. Is it just be like, dude, get you know, get your fucking life? If I was like, oh, I got a little mustard on me. Yeah, just be like, dude, change your lifestyle. You saw it on me. You just like you wouldn't say anything, but you'd laugh. See, this is L.A. talking. I mean, to me, if you don't have stains on your shirt, you're not like a legitimate food. uh, I mean, you gotta have. Amen, brother. Yeah, it's like 
If you meet me after lunch, if there's not like shit on my, you know, shirt or whatever, you haven't done. You haven't. Yeah, done like right. I wasn't. I wasn't working hard enough. Really? Yeah. Because for me, it's like I enjoy eating food, but I'm also an adult. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, for what it's worth, like I've spilled someone like jason has seen me i'm just saying i i want to enjoy my meal and part of enjoying my meal means not worrying about if like slurping up whatever i'm eating is also getting on my shirt sure and also looking at your shirt and being like thank god that's not jizz (laughs) that's never like been like i've never finished i laughed at that i've never finished that i've never finished a meal at a restaurant looked at my shirt and been like Shit! I Have got, you ever like I looked down at your clothing and be like, "Oh my! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! It's only gravy. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's only consomme." You know, at, at work the other day, I was like uh, whisking eggs because I was just making like soft scramble for breakfast, as we all do at our work. Yeah, I mean, office you, job. You know, sometimes I'll make eggs for the office, and um, <laughs> I just got, I just got. Wait, I really do like. Whatever, whatever. We're we're recognizing oh, that you're a special person. Don't I, worry. I got just egg white all over my belly and I tried to get off. And for the like, I wore generally all black. And for the rest of the day, I just looked like some like huge guy. I just like yeah. And just People can't see what you're town. doing, by the way. Just oh, want to point belly. that out. What the, all they did was heard you go yeah. They oh. didn't see you oh, jerking uh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The jerk off motion. Yeah. And then finishing with the open palm. Yes. Also, on my belly. just saying, you're probably the first person in the world who's ever said, I got egg white all over my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never been like whisking eggs or anything and just gotten egg white on your belly? No. I mean, I've whisked, I whisked eggs twice today, but I may have gotten eggs on me, but never specifically egg whites and never specifically yeah, on my belly. You were probably not whisking like 10 to 12 eggs at a time in a little ass Pyrex. And why were you just doing egg whites? No, I wasn't. It was just like right as I cracked. Like it they was didn't have a chance to uh, mix emulsify. Yes. You poor thing. So no yolk. There was yolk at later. Not on my shirt. All right. All right. Your shirt just got that crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, luckily the egg white just kind of crystallizes and whoosh, breaks off. It looks like a you know dried gym sock from eighth grade. The breaks off motion is really similar to the finishing motion. <laughs> uh, yeah, the way that you flick a uh, crystallized egg yolk off of your black shirt is the same way that a penis will ejaculate. Semen. Jason, come on. Now we have to edit it, out at your least, own podcast. At least the uh, the uh, hand signal is. The right, and they both yeah. make like a window shattering sound, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> you might want to get that checked out. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if every time you jizz, it sounded like a window breaking? Oh, okay. okay. If you're like a billionaire, would you <laughs> have is, it? This is the closing statement. Would you have podcast, it install that whenever you finished. You just heard it like an explosion sound, like a mushroom cloud, like like Hiroshima in that pussy. Yeah, just destroy it. <laughs> would, would you do that? I've never wanted a podcast. Would you to do have, that to have sign language accompaniment more <laughs> than right now at this moment Why on this podcast? Okay, I'm gonna start a Kickstarter to pay for a sign language person to come over here. And do the podcast every and week? sign the whole pod through. We'll do it on a video pod, and then our like our blind listeners will. Does the Kickstarter pay for hair and makeup too? I donate. I would donate to that. We're what not are, doing hair. What are the incentives? What kind of shit are you giving away? 
I mean, Meet so I can greets. decide what level, what level I want to do. We'll whisk your eggs for you. <laughs> That's a sex thing now. Signed 8 by 10s. I get to eat your egg whites? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Zach, come on, Zach. Come this on, is a Zach. disgusting. Come on. We're come down, on, Zach. We're coming down the home stretch, right? This is it? We are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. This is the grand commshendo. It's all happening. God damn it. This is what I... You know... You started it. I started it. But like... On the closing note, who finished? I was like, "Hey, I've been doing like this dumb comedy, stupid podcast for a few years, and I love it. It's so fun. I can talk. I can get it all out of my system. But I'm going to start this food podcast because I listen to all these food podcasts all time, all the time. Religiously, your show, Alton Brown, the good food, the uh, cool America's like all these dorky, dumb food podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I'm like, I'm going to do something like that." It's going to be, you know, it's going to be intelligent and insightful, but, you know. You did say you wanted, we, I think, listen, I think we had plenty of boring food talk on this okay, podcast good. to accompany the well, hopefully it close out jizz moment. We're still working our way through it, but uh, I think we've, uh, we've brought a few people on and we've, we've lost a few people and that's the way I like it. As long as you plugged my podcast at the beginning, we, yes, that's we all did. I cared about. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you can lose anybody. No sure. one's picking up the show midway. No so one's picking up the show midtown. They all heard. They all heard it. You all heard it here first. Well, yeah. Zach, thank you so much. It's been a real treat. Thanks for having me. Your website is midtownlunch.com. Boom.com. And uh, foodisthenewrock.com. Foodisthenewrock.com is where your podcast is at. Available on iTunes and where all good podcasts are not sold. <laughs> where all good it's podcasts free. are given away for free. It's Just free. like this one. You can follow me on Twitter at themjeans. Chris. You, what? Where can people find <laughs> you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at... Just say it, you pussy. Dwayne Johnson underscore the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Neg Nance. N e g n a n c e. I feel like uh, that's going to be the tradition. Every episode, you have to say that your Twitter is the Rock. Okay. Dwayne Johnson. Can you smell? I can't do this, this is the second podcast we've done. And this is the second podcast where you've said that your name is Dwayne Johnson. Wait, really? Is <laughs> yeah. that what I said last time? Yeah. I thought I said like Selena Gomez or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, either one. It has to be one of the two. Dwayne. <laughs> Okay, thank you for listening if you have made it this far. Uh, And we appreciate you. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.